$8,000 prize package. So it's going to be, we're giving away uh, a trip for two. You get four nights, three days fishing at the lodge there. Um, we're going to be sending you down there with two new rods, two new reels, the new cobalt rod and the new Lightspeed M saltwater reel. Uh, those are going to come equipped with brand new scientific angler uh, Grand Slam fly lines. Um, we also have a over-under iPhone photography kit from Axis Go. That was Nick Torres sharing the details on the Big Belize giveaway that's open for one more week. This and the Waterworks Lamps and Story today on the Wet Fly Swing Fly Fishing Show. Welcome to the Wet Fly Swing Fly Fishing Show, where you discover tips, tricks, and tools from the leading names in fly fishing today. Hey, how's it going today? Thanks for stopping by the Fly Fishing Show. If you get a chance, head over to wetflyswing.com slash lampson to join the big Belize giveaway right now. That's uh, Lampson, L-A-M-S-O-N. You can uh, That'll redirect you over to the giveaway page. Nick Torres from Waterworks Lampson Fly Reels is here to share the story of how they came to produce the lightest machine reel in the world. We find out which products are hot in the lineup right now, which reel uh, Nick is using for saltwater uh, trips, and we break down this big Blue Horizon trip. They just got back from the big one, and we kind of... Uh, talk a little bit about that today so uh the giveaway is in the show notes i already mentioned the link uh previously so check it out before we get started let's hear from our sponsors sawyer offers a full line of modern and traditional products for oarsmen canoeists kayakers and paddlers from all genres providing unsurpassed function performance and beauty head over to wetflyswing.com sawyer to grab your set today that's Sawyer, S-A-W-Y-E-R, to get started right now. TurtleBox is the loudest, truly portable, waterproof Bluetooth speaker available. We believe in respecting the peace and beauty while on the water, but listening to great tunes before or after can be amazing. Why not fire up this podcast or a little music after a big day on the water? Head over to wetflyswing.com turtlebox to get started today. Without further ado, here is Nick Torres from waterworks-lampson.com. How's it going, Nick? Good. How's it going, Dave? Good. Good to have you on here. We're going to dig into uh, some good stuff, you guys. I've heard, I've heard I don't actually have a Lampson reel. I'm hoping to change that maybe this next year, but um, I've heard great things about the reels. Like our listeners, I've heard people that recommend. That's one of the top ones that people love. Um, and, you, you know, you guys are doing good stuff out there. So we're going to dig into that. But before we get there, talk about how you first uh, got into fly fishing. Well, I've been fishing pretty much my whole life uh, or a good, good portion of it. Grew up in the Midwest in South Dakota, Eastern South Dakota there. Um, doing a lot of walleye, perch, pike, that kind of thing. Conventional spinning tackle. Um, first fly rod I got, I think I was 20. Got my grandpa's old bamboo rod and like some automatic reel. I went out to college in, in the Black Hills with all kinds of grand plans to, uh, to really get into it. Ended up breaking that rod like the first month I was living there, unfortunately, <laughs> and um, didn't quite get into it so much uh, at that time. And so it took me a, a few more years. Uh, I finished college and then moved to Argentina uh, to live down there and, and teach English and travel uh, for a while after college. And that was where I got my first real, like, um, you know, decent setup and, and kind of started getting into it there and then lived down there for a while uh moved to idaho when i came back to the states because i met a girl from idaho down there and uh that's <laughs> what brought me out here and and then it was yeah it was just head first um and uh just dove in and kind of definitely went through that you know all i think about yep phase um which i'm still pretty much in <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, no, it was, it was a really great thing for me because I moved out here, not knowing a lot of people. And so, yeah, like the river just kind of became my, my best buddy. And so that's what I really spent my days doing. And then ended up meeting a, a lot of great friends through, through fishing and yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And, and Lampson is, is in Idaho, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we're based, we have, uh, offices in Ketchum, Idaho, as well as Boise, um, all of our production is done here in Boise uh, as far as building the reels, assembly, QC, shipping, warranty, all, all that good stuff. 
um, right here in Boise, Idaho. That's cool. So on Argentina, how long were you down there and where were you at? Um, so I spent a year down there. Um, first half of it in Buenos Aires. Uh, so I went down there and got a, did this program to get a teaching certification so I could get a job down there right away. Um, and I have family in Argentina. My dad's originally from Argentina. Oh, wow. Cool. So yeah, I have, I have, you know, aunts and uncles and cousins that I really wanted to kind of reconnect with. Cause I hadn't seen any of them since I was like a really little kid. Um, and so that was kind of the big motivator for me. Uh, I also, you know, I finished up college, uh, 08, 09 when the economy just tanked and yep. I was like, well, <laughs> great time to be on the job market. So huh. I was like, I'm going to get out of Dodge and, and go down there and, and, uh, ended up being like the best decision I ever made. It was, uh, one of the best years of my life. Just, uh, you know, young, yep. no, yep. no major responsibilities. Um, I met my current wife down there right away. And so we spent pretty much the whole year together down there. And then, um, like huh. I said, first, first half in Buenos Aires. And then we spent about six months kind of bumming around Patagonia. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. You can't, doesn't seem like you can go wrong choosing the, uh, the travel thing, just go travel and, you know, yeah, take, I, yeah. I mean, especially when you're young and you know, there's really no reason not to. And it just, you know, it opens your eyes up to, different cultures and different ways of living. And, and I just think it's, it's good for everybody, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So, so basically you come back to Idaho and then how did the, uh, how did the lamps and or, or maybe talk about that? Did you, did you go right into the lamps or did you have another in, industry connection in the fly fishing space? No, honestly. So I was, uh, working for the forest service when I first moved here. Well, did a little stint at a, like a travel agency, but then went to the forest service and, uh, was, was doing trails. I worked trail crew all over the North zone of the Boise national, um, and loved it. I mean, I got paid to ride motorcycles up mountains <laughs> every day. It was, it was pretty cool, but it was seasonal. And so in the winter time, um, you know, I needed, needed to find a job. And, uh, my wife actually, one of her family friends was, was working at Lampson at the time. That was kind of who, uh, gave me the introduction and I started out just to do it seasonally. Um, but I, you know, I liked it and I was building reels and, um, they asked me to, to stay on when I was getting ready to go back to the forest service in the spring. And so that's what I did and been there, been there, there since almost, almost seven years now. Almost seven years. Amazing. That's, that's so cool. And then, and so Lampson, what, what now just describe a little bit about what you do there. What has your job been the same that, that the whole seven years? No, uh, definitely not. So I've kind of done, kind of done, done it all. <laughs> yeah. Started out just building reels. Um, did that for a long time. I worked in QC. I worked in, um, warranty a little bit and customer service. Um, and then I don't know, four years ago or so I took over the social media marketing. Um, I did a little stint cause we we're in between reps on the West coast. So I did a little bit of that for a season or two there traveling down to the, mm -hmm. the fly shops and all our dealers down there and, and showing them product. Um, and now I'm the, uh, community manager. So I manage our, our pros ambassadors, uh, social media still. Um, and just, uh, you know, I do all the trade shows. So if you guys you know, show yep. up at a trade show, you'll probably see me. Um, and yeah, that's, that's cool. Where I'm at now. That's it. Yeah. That's it. So t let's, let's dig into lamps just quickly. And before we get to the products, I want to hear, because lamps and I always, you know, I think I've always said, you know, lamps and, but you've got this waterworks, uh, dash lamps and on there. Can you talk about what the waterworks that piece is and, and what the, maybe the little bit of the history on lamps and yeah, definitely. Um, so waterworks is, is what we started out as our company was founded by, um, Mark Ferris, Ryan Harrison and Michael Harrison, um, in Ketchum, Idaho. They, uh, started out with a, a real simple product, the Ketchum release tool, which is, it's just a, a simple tool. That's a great way to keep the fish in the water. Um, do less harm when you're removing a hook than, you know, the traditional hemostats yep. or whatever. And, um, people really liked it and they followed it up real quick with the first fly reel, which was the ULA force. 
And I mean, it was just radically different. Um, as far as the market was concerned at the time, there was nothing out there really like it. Uh, back then it was a lot of, you know, your conventional black, um, click Paul or, you know, cork disc drag reels. And so it came out and kind of shocked the, the industry a little bit, but people loved it cause it was so light, super simple. And, and our drag system, which we still use today, um, was just so rock solid. And so that was kind of the, the beginnings of the company. Um, and at that time we were just the waterworks, uh, about a year or two later, we acquired the Lampson name. Uh, so it was originally Charlie Lampson out there in Oregon who, who made the original Lampson reels. Um, and they were, they were the same kind of, you know, the black traditional style reels. Um, he sold the name and the company to Sage who owned it for oh. a few years. Yeah. And they were, they were making, uh, Lampson reels for, for a few years there. And we ended up acquiring it from Sage. Um, and that's when we became the Waterworks Lampson. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So that's a good little history there. And yeah, I'm trying to think the, the, uh, that first reel, what was it? The, the first one you guys had the U ULA, the ULA force reel. Yeah. Ultra yeah. large Arbor. So that was like the, the first real large Arbor reel, uh, on the market. Um, and people were like, this is weird or, um, but they quickly realized like how beneficial it is as far as picking up line, um, and, and carrying it in the reel. And so, I mean, nowadays you see it's kind of the standard large Arbor yeah. is kind of the way, the way of the world. Um, so yeah. And then we followed that up with the, the first light speed. Um, I don't know if you remember that one. It was kind of looked like a spaceship had <laughs> these big holes. Um, and, uh, and that was a super popular reel also. So kind of hit the ground running with those two. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And now we can dig into more of your lineup here of what you have going, but yeah, I think you guys are at least known. One of the things is like kind of, yeah, like you said, the lightest, lightest machine machined reel. Is that, is that kind of one of the big things you guys have going still? Yeah, definitely. Um, so that's kind of, our, uh, our ethos is to make things, you know, lighter, stronger, um, and larger as far as the, the Arbor goes. Uh, what we found is that rods have just, you know, kept getting lighter and lighter and lighter. And so, um, to really kind of keep oh, yeah. up with that, you know, has, has been the challenge, but, um, yeah, we've, uh, we I think we have the lightest, uh, drag reel on the market with the, with the force, series two, uh, that we currently have in the lineup. And, you know, what we found that when we first started designing reels, we went to some of the big rod manufacturers and, and kind of asked them, you know, how do we make reels better for your rods? And we found that, you know, when they're designing rods, they're, they're casting and designing the bend profile, casting lines on these rods with no reels on them. Mm. And, and we were kind of like, well, what's going on there? And, and the reasoning is that, you know, they really wanted to feel that line and that rod interacting, right. Without any feedback from, uh, you know, yeah. weight on the bottom of the rod. Um, and so we, we found that if you can lighten that reel as much as possible and get it as close to the, to the rod seat as, as possible, you eliminate a lot of that feedback and can really feel you know, the line load, the tip of the rod, um, just gives you better sensitivity and accuracy. Nice. Nice. That's cool. Well, now on lamps and maybe just give us a little rundown. So this is cool. Idaho. I mean, we're not too far apart here. I mean, we could, I could drive over there today, right. And be over to where you're at from where. where yeah. Where, are you over in Bend? Uh, well, more, uh, more on the coast of Oregon. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, but still, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of, you can find me on the Deschutes and you know, I'm all over basically all over Oregon. I mean, um, you know, there's it's a good of, place to be over there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, Idaho, you know, you, you guys too, you're kind of right. I've, I've probably done more crossing through Idaho on my way to Montana than I have stopping, <laughs> but, uh, but no, Idaho has got some amazing stuff as well, obviously. Yeah. I definitely can't complain where I'm at. Yeah, totally. So who's the, just talk a little bit about the, the, the company itself. I've had a number of different companies here where we've talked about stuff from, you know, single people to multiple, but what, what's the, what's the group? Are you guys a pretty big company there? 
No, honestly, you know, we're, we're a pretty small company, uh, small business. Um, you know, I'd say about 20, oh, yeah. um, you know, full-time employees. Um, and then we have a lot of, um, part-time or temp employees that, that help us with some of the little stuff around the warehouse. Um, you know, do a lot of the, the pre-builds and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, people are, people are always surprised to, to find out kind of how, how small we are. Yeah. You guys, you are one of those companies that when you hear it, you're like, yeah, you seem like you're up at the, I don't even know what the level of Sage or, or these other, some of the other companies are, but it seems like you're, you know, at that level we had uh, recently, I had, um, Peter from Cheeky, Cheeky on and he, they were, you yeah. know, we talked about reels as well. And they're, you know, they're a smaller company, um, you know, I don't know if that's a similar story, but I'm curious when you look at your, say your target customer, right? I mean, do you have that picture of, of who that person is? Because I know with Peter, he was talking about how they kind of think of themselves as like, you know, they're for the person that maybe is the DIY angler out there that's looking for the real, that's maybe not, you know, super expensive. What, what do you, what's your take on that? You know, we, we really try to cover all the bases. Um, you know, we have, we have something at just about every price point for, for oh, cool. just about every kind, every kind of angler. And, you know, the good thing with us is you're going to get the same quality drag and, you know, all the way down to our $99, $99 reel, um, as you'd get in, you know, a four or $500, uh, reel. So the, the main difference in those reels is going to come down to, um, machining, you know, different, different parts, things like that. But as far as the actual stopping power and reliability of the drag system, um, it's going to be the same across the board nice. as well as our, our lifetime warranty. Um, and so, yeah, we, we try to make stuff for just about every kind of fishing scenario and, and every kind of angler out there. Yeah. Um, you know, we have, we have the ninety nine ninety nine liquid all the way up to, you know, $850 cobalt saltwater reel. And now let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. In today's world of mass-produced products, Stonefly Nets has reclaimed the tradition of handcrafted care with their custom wood landing nets. Stonefly starts the design process by selecting wood for the handle based on a number of key factors, including grain pattern and depth, but they don't stop there. This piece of art is accentuated by strips of hardwood that complement and accentuate the handcrafted handle. To be honest, I have never been a huge net guy, mainly because I didn't feel like my uh, old collapsible net was easiest to use and was not easy on the eye, if you know what I mean. The Stonefly uh, net not only looks beautiful, but has high quality netting that is easy on the fish and will last for years to come. Stonefly's goal is to create a unique custom classic wood net that's second to none and can be customized for a little extra touch. For Ethan, the founder of Stonefly Nets, fly fishing has always had a traditional feel going back to fishing the three-weight bamboo rod with his great-grandmother. When Ethan designs a custom net, it's his hope that others will create amazing lasting memories for years to come. Please head over to wetflyswing.com stonefly to get your custom net now. That's wetflyswing.com slash stonefly, S-T-O-N-E-F-L-Y, to get started right now. Okay, now let's get back to the show. So yeah, you mentioned the cobalt. So I'm curious, I was, you know, we were going to talk a little about Belize. You just had this big trip out there. Um, what was the, so what was the real, what was your gear you took there to Belize? So that was going to, that was our uh, new Lightspeed M uh, fly reel, saltwater fly reel. Um just an awesome, awesome reel. It, it incorporates a lot of the stuff we used with the cobalt as far as the fixed spindle drag system, uh, waterproof rated, um, but it's a lot lighter and we're able to, to get it lighter and still retain the strength um, of the cobalt. A uh, couple of different colors. It's got an index click drag knob, um, just some real cool materials that we used and it's just a beautiful reel. So we, we took that along with our brand new, um, cobalt saltwater rods that we just came out with. Um, and yeah, just had a blast with those setups down there. They were, they were money. That's right. And, and you guys, so maybe we talk just briefly about, you know, some of the gear. So, and, and the, let's go back to that catch. So it's the catch and release tool, not, not catch them, but actually like catch them Idaho. 
yeah like catching my that's, uh, that's yeah, good. a little that's bit a good, of a play on words there yeah yeah that's good um so that's cool. I'll put a link to the, in the show notes to that. I know you guys are still producing that, so that's pretty cool. Uh, so you got the reels. We could talk about the real lamp, and then you've got some rods. Anything else you want to toss out there that you guys have going as far as the product lineup? Well, just just a lot of awesome new products this year. Um, so I mentioned the Lightspeed M, but we also came out with the Lightspeed F um, a little bit before that. It's going to be the freshwater version of that Lightspeed reel. Um in two colors, the the whiskey and the fuego, it's just been hugely popular. Like we cannot keep those in stock, um, especially that whiskey reel. It's just probably mm. one of the better looking reels um, I've yeah. ever fished. <laughs> um, and so those have been great, super super good response to those. Um, the new cobalt rods, we've we've had a really good response uh, in our saltwater market, especially down in like Florida and, and the Gulf Coast. Um, and just some, some really cool, exciting stuff on the docket, uh, coming up real soon here in the future, as far as, um, some new freshwater rods that are going to be coming out real soon. And, uh, yeah, just a lot of, a lot of good new product this year. Probably, probably my favorite lineup of, of new product that we've ever put out. Perfect. Well, we'll probably uh, dig into a little more of that. I wanted to t- touch on the, uh, the Belize trip, because that was one that I was uh, hoping to get on and it just didn't work out for me, but you guys did it. You went down to uh, blue horizon, right? Yeah. Blue horizon fly fishing lodge. Um, it's off the coast of Placencia, Belize. It's a seven acre Island, uh, Northeast key. Um, I mean, just fishing paradise basically. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we flew into Placencia from Belize city. Um, Damien, the manager down there met us at the, at the airport, you know, picked us up, took us to the the shuttle boat and we, uh, got out to the Island super quick and easy. Uh, I think it was like a 30, 40 minute boat ride out Mm -hmm. to the Island. And, and then we were just in it. I mean, completely surrounded by permit flats, you know, five, 10 minutes away from, from where we're staying. I mean, we're hooking tarpon 200 yards in front of my room, basically where, where I was sleeping. So, um, yeah, it was, I mean, a world, world-class operation they got going down there. And as far as if, if you're a permit angler, you're probably not going to see more permit <laughs> in, uh, in very many places than you see down there. No yeah. kidding. So you guys, uh, you guys had some action, caught some fish. So caught some fish, didn't land a permit. Um, yep. we, we had some tough weather, um, you know, four, four anglers down there, you know, all, you know, good anglers. I mean, yep. Ed, Ed's caught permit before and we just had a, had a tough time with the weather. The first couple of days it was, you know, 40 knots blowing from the North, which is the one direction you don't want the wind to come, uh, kind of blowing the tides back and, and just the cloud cover was really kind of was tough for us. We had cloud cover and, and it was just funny because probably the one week of bad weather in like a four month stretch that they've had. Cause it, it's just gorgeous the week before we got there <laughs> and, and the week after we left, of course. Yeah. But, um, but I mean, we definitely had our shots, these fish. Now this was my first like real permit only, um, trip. I fished for permit in the keys a little bit, but you know, down there yeah. I was mostly going for tarpon. Um, and, uh, they just behave different than any fish I've ever interacted with. It's, I mean, I, I've definitely lost a few nights of sleep thinking about That's like, cool. what did I do wrong? <laughs> but we definitely got our shots. Like, you know, I'm not going to totally blame the weather. I probably just suck at fishing or something, but, <laughs> um, but no, I mean, there's two or three fish and I was like, you know, perfect cast. He's, he's on it. He's going to eat it. And then just, just kind of gives you the old middle finger and, and turns yeah. away for no reason. Or, um, so yeah, yeah I'm, yeah. uh, I'm already itching to get back down there. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's a great thing. I mean, that is fishing, obviously you never know. And so given that, that the fishing, you know, you didn't land anything. I mean, when you look at the overall we, trip, we got into some, some tarpon, oh, yeah. fish, a bunch of other, um, bunch of other, like, you know, jacks oh, and cool. blue runners and yeah. some barracuda and yeah. Just not the gotcha. Not the so you permit. caught, yeah, you caught yeah. fish, but just didn't get the permit. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
Which so, is all I cared about. <laughs> oh, right, right. That was your thing. Yes, that's cool. Um, and then, um, so, the, you know, the place itself, you know, again, you talked a little bit about, I mean, is it just pretty much everything you could imagine? Just, I mean, even with the, even with, if you had slow fishing, it, would it still be a good trip down there? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and with permit, I mean, you always have to tamper your expectations. These fish are, I mean, there's a reason that they're considered the most difficult fish in the world to catch on a fly rod, right? Um, yeah. They, uh, they don't come easy. Sometimes they do, you know, I've had buddies that, that go down their first day and just, you know, get into one or a couple or grand Mm -hmm. slam it up or something like that. But it's like fishing, you know, sometimes, sometimes you're the windshield, sometimes you're the bug, (laughs) Right. (laughs) but, um, but no, they're, uh, yeah, they got their hooks in me pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's cool. That's good to good to hear it went well what was the uh you know when you guys what'd you do you, you get down there on like early the part of the week or when when, when did you land yeah so we got there let's see sunday um we were there sunday through saturday i actually ended up getting a bonus day because it snowed like six feet in denver the day we were supposed to fly back and our flights got canceled so Ended up having kind of a bonus day in Placencia, which was really nice to kind of decompress after after the week. Um, but yeah, no, it's I mean the operation they have there is is amazing. You fish the tides, and so you're not kind of limited to, well, we're gonna go from seven to three and and then be done for the day. It's like okay, we have a good tide at eight o'clock. We're gonna go out there fish for four hours, come back, have lunch, take a nap. Okay, good tide again at you know five o'clock. Go back out and hit it. Um, and they can do that because they're so close to the permit flats. I mean, it's, mm. they call them the pancake flats of Belize and they're, you just, you're standing on a flat in what feels like literally the middle of, of nowhere, the middle yeah. of the ocean. Wow. Um, and I mean, almost every flat that we, that we pulled up on, we, we were seeing at least one tail. Um, and and they're just right there, so they don't have to. You know, you don't have a forty minute boat ride every morning. You literally hop in the boat huh. and cruise around the corner of the island to the first flat, and you're right there. Wow. Um, so it, it's a really cool operation that they have there for for people who are diehard permit anglers. Like it's it's about as good as it gets. That's cool. Uh, that is awesome. Well, let, let's give a shout out really quick. I'm not sure how this is going to work with the giveaway, but maybe just talk about, I know, you know, probably we'll be doing another giveaway, hopefully in the future or something where, you know, we can get this, but right now you have one going, talk about the giveaway you have uh, on that for that lodge. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a big one. We, uh, we just launched the giveaway on Wednesday. So two days ago, um, $8,000 prize package. So it's going to be uh, a trip for two to the Blue Horizon Fly Fishing Lodge there at Northeast Key. Um, it's run by Lincoln Westby. I, you know, I got to mention Lincoln. He's the founder of Blue Horizon. Mm-hmm. Um, been guiding permit for 40 years down there. Wow. And he is just a wealth. I mean, it's an understatement to say that he's a wealth of knowledge, but um, yeah, it, he's a uh, permit. Yeah, royal royalty down there. And, That's right. Um, yeah, so we're giving away uh, a trip for two. You get four nights, three days fishing at the lodge. There, um, we're going to be sending you down there with two new rods, two new reels, the new cobalt rod and the new mm-hmm. Lightspeed M saltwater reel. Uh, those are going to come equipped with brand new scientific angler uh, Grand Slam fly lines. Um, we also have a over under iPhone photography kit from axis go and i'm not sure if you're familiar with these things but they are awesome so it's like this dome kind of like a fisheye dome that goes over this this case for your phone and just allows you to get really awesome over under shots you know with the fish underwater and the person above the surface um really really cool Mm. tool for photography um also have a permit print from artist ed anderson uh who also came came along on the trip and a two-year subscription to tail fly fishing magazine there's going to be like a swag pack of hats Mm -hmm. and t-shirts and um just a just an awesome prize package amazing amazing so this is uh this is huge and uh yeah it's going to be running from uh it started two days ago on april 21st and we'll be running uh all the way through may 21st 
Um, super easy to sign up. You just go to the link in our Instagram or go to our website and, uh, you know, you enter your email and, and you're in. That's it. That's it. Perfect. And then, and then, so like you said, is there an easy, just go to the website and you can see the link right there in the front. Is there a, yeah. Or, yeah. or our Instagram, Facebook, yeah. you should be able to find the link pretty easy. Um, just about any one of our platforms there. Okay. And basically to get in to just add your email or whatever to jump in and, and go for it. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. You can, you can enter multiple times. Um, and it's all, it's all set up there as far as the rules of the contest and everything. Um, but, but yeah, we're really excited about this. I'm looking forward to the day when I get to call the winner and be like, Hey, guess what? I know <laughs> you're going to Belize. Like those, those are the really good work days for me. And I get amazing. to just hear somebody get super stoked. Exactly. Yeah. That is so cool. That's, that's exciting. Okay. Well, I'll put a, a link in the show notes to that. Um, so we can make sure to get uh, get the word out there. Um, so yeah, I guess in, anything else in the Belize? I mean, obviously this is like one of those destination trips that everybody you know <laughs> probably wants to go on. Well, you know the experience itself. Anything else you want to touch on or just preparing for it? It sounds like you know it's pretty straightforward these days to get down there. Super easy to get down there. I mean, my flights from Boise were cheaper and faster than when I fly home to South Dakota. Um, And obviously with the pandemic going on, flights are, flights are pretty cheap right now, which is a great reason to scoop up a trip to uh, some of these destinations. You know, this last year, the pandemic, it's been, it's been, we've, we're finding that it's been pretty good for our industry, right? Yeah. Fly shops are having great, great seasons. Um, outfitters are booked solid, you know, our, the manufacturers like us are doing well, but the places that really got hit harder, these destinations. Yeah. Uh, lodges and, and stuff and so um it's a great time right now with cheap flights and and their uh their covid policy in belize was i mean top notch everybody uh took it super seriously um you know we got tested before we got down there they they brought nurses out to the island uh two days before we left to to test everybody um and so they have really good protocols in place you can get tested at the airport if you need to it's super easy um, and the country itself, I mean, just beautiful. Uh, they speak English, uh, U S money is accepted as well. So just, it's a really great destination for especially U S, um, anglers who, you know, maybe they're intimidated by somewhere where they don't speak the language or, um, stuff like that. Belize is a great option. Yeah. So it's, it's easy, it's doable. And, uh, yeah, it was funny because I, you know, when we were talking about that trip a while back, I had Lorianne Murphy on and she came on and I did a whole, I listened to that one. Yeah, 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 that was was a good one. That that was in, uh, back in March. And I think it was the same week of the trip or whatever, when it published, but, uh, you know, I was kind of getting excited, but this is, I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well, but yeah, I'm hopeful uh, I can get down there, um, maybe this next year and, uh, and do another episode on it. But, um, but yeah, just take us before we get out of here, uh, Nick, and, you know, maybe do a, a little bit more on, on some of your products. Um, I'm just curious the experience again. So you get there, you know, like you said, fishing kind of siesta, stuff like that. What's the, you know, what's the evening like, what's the morning like, are you pretty much just crashing out after dinner and then getting up early and going for it? What, what's that look like? Um, so the, the operation is, is super smooth. Um, they have, you know, really good food, um, that they cook for you every night. There's dinner at the, at the, at the main house there. Um, there's a full bar, uh, music. So super, super nice way to kind of unwind at the end of a day of, you know, staring at the flats for, for eight hours. Um, and I mean, most of the nights were fairly early. I might, there might've been one or two late nights there with a few Belican beers, you know, but, (laughs) um, no, mostly, you know, you're down there to fish. And so you want to, you want to kind of be be as fresh each day as you can. Um, but no, it's, it's, you know, it's, they have the main house there with the bar and it's just the meeting place where you go and, and tell fish stories and, um, yeah. Sounds cool. Sounds cool. Well, let's, uh, and listen to Lincoln talk about just, yeah, just awesome stuff and stories. I mean, he was talking about how he tailed a permit from the boat one time, just, uh, permit got spooked by a barracuda, swam straight up to the boat. He reached in and 
just tailed it with his hand. Like, this guy, this guy doesn't even need a rod to catch <laughs> for <him. laughs> And now let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. With more than 40 years of experience in coffee, the Angler's Coffee team roasts a full range of coffees with one goal in mind, delivering excellent coffee to every single angler. That's why they've released a brand new coffee subscription program made just for you. Just visit anglerscoffee.com, provide your coffee preferences, your mailing address, and how much coffee you drink in a week, and they'll take care of the rest. There's no obligations or hidden fees, just great coffee delivered to your front door. As part of Angler's Conservation Alliance, Angler's Coffee donates a portion of every sale to help conserve and protect our wild natural habitats and fish species. Right now, they're raising money for Soul River, which brings veterans and inner-city youth out into the river to teach conservation, fishing skills, and more. Right now, you can get 20% off your first subscription box or gift box. Simply use the code WETFLYSWING at checkout. Just visit anglerscoffee.com and get 20% off your first subscription or gift box using WETFLYSWING at checkout. That's anglerscoffee.com. Okay, now let's get back to the show. Lincoln is this kind of, he's the guy you see at the show sometimes, right? The kind of this bigger than life, old, older guy who's kind of... Uh, 80 that, years old. Yeah. 80 years old and still pulling the boat around on the oh, flats. Wow. I mean, he, it's just impressive. Like, felt like I was sitting with the Yoda of permit fishing. I was going to say. Like, he's, he is awesome. It must yeah. be a little like, it kind of reminds me, we've been talking a lot about Lefty Cray recently, but I'm sure there's probably some similarities between lefty and you know does he kind of uh so he's got a, is he telling a lot of jokes or, or what, what's his style oh yeah he's yeah. uh yeah he's just a lovable guy i mean um and very open you know su- he just wants to impart knowledge on everybody yeah. he can i mean that was the impression i got um and so yeah i just felt super fortunate to get to spend some time That's with cool. him um, did he you know, back at the lodge did he um actually go on the boats or did you was he a- so he had clients that week that he was he was fishing and so we had um and all the guides there trained you know by lincoln right um we had steven who's been doing it for 20 years um awesome awesome guide as well as dan uh those were our two main guides for the week dan uh just a super super nice personable guy you know and these guys can see fish i mean their eyes are I've always thought that I had good eyes, like, you know, I've tarpon fishing and stuff. You know, I felt like I could spot fish pretty good. Um, and they were seeing stuff that I was just like, wait, what? (laughs) So no, they just, you know, world-class guides, world-class operation all the way. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Cool. Yeah. Lincoln, I definitely heard, heard some stuff about him. So, Okay, well, I think we have a good feel for, you know, the trip itself. Maybe you could just, you know, occasionally we like to do a little bit of a, like the 222 tips and tricks and stuff like that. Do you feel like uh, you have, maybe you learned some stuff from the guides that you could share here? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I did a lot of kind of studying up, practicing and, and all that before before going down there. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the stuff that I was seeing, and, you know, so much depends on, on each individual fishery, you know, what, what works in Northern Belize might not work in Southern Belize or what works in Mexico. You know, it's, you really have to kind of, uh, fish to the place that you're at. And so, you know, a lot, a lot of people talk about leading fish, um, you know, putting it, you know, three Mm -hmm. feet in front, three feet, you know, ahead. Um, what I found down, down there was you really want to put it in their face. Um, Mm. You want to put it as close to them as possible, and especially on a windier day when maybe they're not as spooky. Or, or if yep. you see that tail up and that that's a happy fish eating, just put it on their nose. <laughs> um, don't mess around with leading them. You know, I probably probably could have done more of that in the first couple of days. And they were really good about you know first night we we kind of all sat down and um, Damien really broke down the program as far as how we were going to be fishing, when, where, et cetera, et cetera, um, and gave us a lot of good tips 
also in that regard. But yeah. that would be my biggest one. Just put it in their face. That's great. Um, and that might not work in in every situation, but if you go down there on those flats, I think that's that's yeah. the best policy. This is perfect. No, I'm I'm coaching. I'm already planning for next year or whatever that is. This is like you're gonna. These are the tips that we'll break down there. So uh, okay. yeah, and for you, Dave, like yeah. what I found. So we had that we had that kind of layover day in Placencia. Where we, you know, we got there at like nine thirty in the yep. morning and just had the whole day to kill. It was actually really nice. We uh, got some good food, hmm. put down, you know, some some serious cocktails. Yeah. Um, ran into Neil Patrick Harris at the bar. That oh. was cool. Oh, His now Neil Patrick. He's the uh, who, who's he? He's the uh, the Doogie the, Howser. Doogie Howser, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Doogie. No, and, and uh, he's. I mean, the, some of the movies he's been. In, he's just hilarious. Like. Yeah, yeah I, thought, I thought we might have a Harold and Kumar situation it, on our hands, but no. <laughs> is he still going? Is is Doogie still? Is he still making movies? Oh yeah, yeah, he yeah, is. Okay, I, mean, I think so. Anyways, I don't know. I don't remember the last one I've I've seen, but um, it was just super super random. Like, is that Neil Patrick Harris? Yeah, I think that's Neil Patrick Harris. No, I we we bumped into him at the bar, and then also at like this ice cream shop, and uh, just chatted. Like, yeah. Oh, how's the ice cream? It's good. Yeah. <laughs> but just kind of, kind of a random side note. You didn't, uh, you didn't go up and like uh, fanboy him or anything. No, and... no, nothing like that. Yeah. <laughs> I. He's just a guy. <laughs> that's awesome. That's cool. Um, but what I was gonna say is that Placencia itself. I mean, it would be a really great, great kind of home base to do a trip. You know, if if you're on a more of a limited budget and you just kind of want to go down, you know, get a hotel and then book a guide to go oh, fish yeah. out in the day. I mean, it, it's great. Like the, uh, the accommodations were, were amazing where we stayed. Um, and you're talking just white sand beaches everywhere with tiki bars and, Jeez. um, just a super laid back culture, uh, and family friendly, super safe. Like I'm, I'm already thinking about maybe taking the wife and kids down there. No at some kidding. Point. Yeah, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Yeah, I was. Uh, I remember Lorianne was mentioning that. I asked her that, and she said, "Yeah, you can find places for like fifty bucks a night or something, or hundred bucks. You know, pretty cheap." Absolutely. There. Yeah, it's good to know. Okay. Well, uh, so yeah, I feel like uh, we have a pretty good uh, feel of this again. Um, I guess, you know, if you're doing it again, you've already done it, but did you have any other resources or anything that you kind of read up on or prepared for? Or is it just kind of get on YouTube and watch and practice your casting? Listen, listen to these podcasts. Honestly, yeah. there's, uh, there's so many good fly fishing podcasts out there with just a ton of knowledge. I mean, I listened, I listened to a bunch of them, uh, yep. before I went down there as well as just reading. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a reader and, and yeah, I mean, obviously the internet has a million resources. Um, I really enjoyed listening to the podcast because you, you really hear some of these guys that are, that really know their stuff, um, yeah. going into detail about different scenarios and, and, um, things like that. So yeah. that, that would be my best recommendation. Cool. cool. Yeah. I think, uh, I can't remember the last permit. I think we had at least one or two episodes on permit. But again, yeah, there's a little bit of variation depending on where you go. Um, what about a fly? What about what, what was your fly? Did you have one fly you kind of used most of the time? Yeah. So the main fly that they use at Blue Horizon is going to be the Bower Crab. Yeah. Um, and then you know shrimp for bonefish and and um, gummy worm or gummy minnow for tarpon. That was mm. that was new for me. I'd never fished one of those for tarpon, but man, they liked it. Um, and yeah, I would say that's definitely the, the most popular fly there. Now, um, you know, you, you're going to want to bring an assortment of different kinds of crab flies. Cause that's mostly what these permit are, are eating down there. Um, but that one seemed to be their go-to for sure. That was it. Okay. Can or olive. Yeah. Um, and those are, those are kind of the colors and, to go to. And like you said, hit them on the, so if there's a, so if there's a pipe, you're trying to get that fly like right on like a pipe plate you're, and is there, what are you casting like 30, 40 feet? Yeah, that's, that would be my other recommendation is, I mean, obviously definitely practice casting before you go on any saltwater trip. Um, but really key in on shorter casts. So 20 feet, 30 feet, 40 feet, um, you want to be really dialed in on those because, you know, everybody likes to just bomb the farthest cast they can when, especially yeah. when you pick up a 10 weight or a 12 <laughs> weight or something like that. Right. But, um, with those permit, you know, 
and and the guides being as good as they are, they get you pretty close to those fish. And the challenge is you you know you're dealing with a ten to twelve foot leader and a heavy crab fly and not a ton of fly line out there. And so really being able to turn over that fly at short distance and put it exactly where you want it is is definitely key. Yeah, that's sweet. Okay. Well, let's uh, before we get out of here, Nick, let's just run through again the lineup one last time just so we know. So on the reels, you've got the from like the $100 reel all the way up. So can you just describe, tell us the names and the, the lineup again? Definitely. So we uh, start out with the liquid. Uh, it's our $99 reel, cast aluminum. Um, you're going to go up from there to the remix, which is kind of an in-between hybrid between a fully machined reel and a cast uh, reel. So it's, it's a fully machined frame and case, and then just a cast aluminum spool. Um, after that, we have the guru, uh, the guru S series this year, um, hundred percent fully machined, uh, U S made reel 200 and you know, it's in the mid 200 price range. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just rock solid as far as a fully machined U S reel at that price point. I don't think you're going to find much better out there. Um, yep. I don't think you'll find anything better out there actually, but would that be a good one? What would be uh, like steelhead, like a steelhead reel? Yeah. I mean, any of these reels could be used for a variety of situations. Um, a guru, a larger size guru would definitely be a good steelhead reel. Um, we also make HD reels, which are, it's a full frame reel, um, that are maybe a little bit better suited to spay fishing because it's a completely enclosed frame. So there's nowhere for, you know, your super thin running line to oh, slip yeah. out or anything. Yeah, that's nice. Um, and you can kind of palm the spool a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then after the guru, we have the speedster, which is going to be a larger arbor, lighter weight. And that's kind of the, uh, the pattern is as you get up in price, the reels get lighter, um, less materials and stronger. Um, and you know, the lighter they are means basically the more machining that goes into them, uh, which is kind of what drives, drives the price up. But, um, after the, the speedsters and those speedsters have been super, super popular for us. Um, we have the midnight color, which has definitely been the favorite. And then the Ember, um, after that, mm-hmm. we have the the new light speeds, light speed F and light speed M, um, in a variety of colors with those as well. Probably my favorite reel in our lineup right now. Um, then we have the force reel, which is a great. I mean that that one I would say is is a great dry fly, um, dry fly reel, trout reel, mm. um, and then the cobalt, uh, yeah. which is our big game saltwater reel, um, and that's what you're going to want for. Marlin, tuna, tarpon, permit. You know, I fished a couple of cobalts while we were down there as well. And yeah. Those things are just, I mean, they're about as good as it gets. Would um, that would that be good for? I just so yeah. recently, we had the podcast with uh, Jake Jordan. He talked about catching sailfish on the fly. Uh, would, would you guys have, would that reel work for some good, Absol- crazy marlin? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah so that, that's, awesome. that's really, I mean, that cobalt 12 reel, that's that's what it was built for. Mm-hmm. Billfish, blue water fishing. Yeah. Um, that's it. You know, the, the biggest fish that you can catch on a fly rod, that's, that's the reel you want. Yeah, that's it. Okay, perfect. Well, that gives us a little rundown. Uh, anything else you got, you want to touch on, I guess, you know, in the next uh, year or whatever, as far as products that you have coming or anything new with, with yourself or the company? Yeah, just keep an eye out. Uh, we have a ton of, ton of good stuff in the, in the, in the pipeline right now. Um, sign up for our newsletter. So you'll, you'll hear about stuff before it comes out. Um, and kind of get all the inside info. That's also where, where you'll see a lot of, um, you know, if we do a giveaway or something, we usually blast it out there first. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's really good to sign up for the newsletter and yeah, just stay tuned. Perfect. All right, Nick, well, I'll send people out to, uh, waterworks, uh, lampson.com. And, uh, I guess we could probably just Lampson or whatever. They'll find it. You guys are all over the place out there. In fact, when you type in real, you know, you guys come up, I think on the top, you know, close to the top anyway. So we are, yeah, we're, we're the number one selling fly reel in the market. So you'll, you'll see us out there. Yeah, you are. You are. That's it. So what do you attribute? Cause that's amazing to, to hear that because there's a lot of, a lot of big companies out there. What do you attribute that to? quality product yeah um, just the product you know, we, 
just a, a super solid quality product and really having something for everyone yeah. is key as well. You know, from the beginning angler to the guy that's been doing it for 40 years yeah. and is out there chasing Marlin. You don't attribute it to your, uh, your marketing skill and promoting the company. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, honestly, for years, we didn't even really have, we didn't do much marketing. Oh, wow. Um, we're getting, we're getting more into the marketing, yeah. um, you know, in the last couple of years, now the digital age, you, you really have to, but, um, no, for, for a lot of years, it was really just word of mouth guides, fly shops being like, these reels are awesome. You should get one. Yeah, that's it. Um, and, and that's what we really built our brand on was, was really just the the products speak for themselves and we, uh, we really believe in them and, and other people do as well, fortunately. Yeah. That's the best type. I mean, right there, word of mouth, you can't beat that. That's, that's the best marketing you can have, uh, for sure. So, okay. All right, Nick, well, uh, I'll put links to everything we talked about here and keep in touch with you as we move forward through the year. And hopefully, you know, it sounds like it's good to hear Belize is open. And I think as COVID, you know, vaccines keep rolling out, um, it's going to open back up, hopefully, and we'll, we'll be doing some trips later. That's right. Yeah, we'll, we'll get back to normal eventually. <laughs> All right, Nick. Hey, thanks for your time. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Dave. Have a good one. So there you go. If you want to find the show notes, all the links and everything we covered to date, just head over to wetflyswing.com slash 213, 213. Uh, one last shout out. We mentioned it, but uh, head over to wetflyswing.com slash lamps. And if you want the direct link, uh, right over to the giveaway page. That's uh, lamps and L-A-M-S-O-N. Take a, take a look and uh, throw your hat in there. Why not throw your hat in the ring? Uh, you got a shot. It's easy to do. So uh, give it a go. A uh, quick little heads up on uh, this coming Tuesday, uh, we have Charles Jardine is here to break down some nymphing tips from the UK. Charles uh, is also known as the Lefty Cray of the UK and is pretty much a rock star when it comes to uh, fly fishing over there and many places around the world. So if you haven't heard of Charles, tune in Tuesday. It's going to be uh, another another great one with Charles, another barn burner. So. Uh, that's pretty much it. That's a wrap. That's all I have for you right now for the day. I hope you can uh, stick around with us for the next one. If you're just uh, in the back catalog, just keep keep listening and it'll click right along to the next one. I appreciate you stopping by. I appreciate your support and looking forward to hopefully maybe talking to you online or uh, maybe talking to you on the river. Please subscribe too if you get a chance. If you haven't, if you're new to it, click that subscribe or follow button. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Wet Fly Swing Fly Fishing Show. For notes and links from this episode, visit wetflyswing.com.